Welcome to your Lighting Lady podcast, a place for inspiring ideas and practical advice to help you improve the lighting in your home. I'm Josie Ratton, a former lighting designer and lover of all things home design. I use my two decades of experience to provide simple ways you can have the lighting you love. I hope you'll join me and get ready to be inspired about the difference good lighting can make. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of your Lighting Lady podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the lighting in your home office. Improving the quality of the lighting when you're working from home not only helps with productivity, but also improves your well-being. Poor office lighting can produce eye strain, headaches, and also impact your mood, which can result in not working as effectively as you could be. The best light you can work under is natural daylight that's soft and diffuse. In general, you want the natural light in front of you or next to your work surface, avoiding glare or reflections in your computer screen, but maximizing your views out of the window. Being able to look out of a window regularly helps reduce eye strain as it lets your eyes relax and focus on distant objects. If you don't have a window in your room, adding art or something you like to look at away from your desk will also give your eyes a break from the screen and let them focus at a further distance. You should pull back curtains or blinds when you're working to maximize the daylight, or if you can, remove them. But you need to minimize the direct sun glare you might get, and you can use translucent blinds or solar shades to do that. These actually reduce the heat from the sun, but they don't compromise the amount of light or your view. You also want to think about the furniture in your room and the layout as it relates to where the natural light's coming from. Tall pieces of furniture may want to be moved away from the window so that they don't obstruct the natural light onto your desk. The brightness of a room is more often perception than actually measurable, and one of the best ways to create the illusion of brightness is by choosing brighter or lighter colors on your walls, your ceiling, and your furniture. A big mirror can also increase the feeling of more light in the space if it's positioned in a way to reflect natural light without causing unnecessary sun glare. Having sunlight in the room can actually make you feel more productive and improve your mood, even if the work you're doing is stressful. I'm going to go on a tangent for a moment to discuss our circadian rhythm, which is a term you may have heard about. Circadian rhythm is a natural internal process that regulates the sleep-wake cycle, and it repeats roughly every 24 hours. Exposure to daylight helps regulate your circadian rhythm, which is beneficial to our health and well-being. Most research that's been done on circadian rhythm has focused on commercial offices, but the same ideas can apply to your home office. The Lighting Research Center at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in New York recommends people should have exposure to bright light in the morning and should take a 30-minute walk or run outside at the same time every morning to help regulate your circadian rhythm. According to the LRC, everyone should be getting a lot of bright light every day especially in the morning. If you don't have any daylight in your work area, then the electric lighting you choose is going to be even more important. Here are a few points to consider when deciding on the electric lighting for your home office. Keep office lights indirect. Try to avoid working under the direct glare of overhead lights, like recessed down lights. Think of ways you can create a soft, diffuse light on your workspace. Translucent lampshades on ceiling lights or pendants will help soften overhead lighting and throw light upwards onto the ceiling, so helping increase brightness. Floor lamps that bounce light off the ceiling and walls will also help create a softer and more diffuse illumination. 
You want to avoid shadows if you can on your work surface. This can happen if the light source is behind you or on top of your head. These lights may also cause unwanted glare in your computer screen or on your phone or tablet. Use task lighting on the desk, especially for things like paperwork, where you need a higher level of light. Adjustable desk lamps are helpful to put the light exactly where you need it. Think about the location of the task light, as again, you don't want your hands or your arms creating shadows as you work. You also don't want the task light to create glare, either in your eyes or on the computer screen. Look for fixtures that have a diffuse lens to help soften the light. If you have a small home office or a cramped worked area, you could keep the task light off the desk by using an adjustable wall-mounted fixture or hanging a pendant where you need the additional light. In addition to ambient and task lighting, you could also think about some form of decorative lighting. It can add a nice accent and some visual appeal in the room. These could be smaller, more decorative table lamps or wall sconces or picture lights or an accent light or maybe some artwork. They don't have to specifically be used to light the workspace. I strongly recommend having your ambient lighting and task lighting on dimmers, as you may not always want to work under their full brightness, say if you're using the electric light to supplement daylight on a cloudy day, or later in the afternoon. Many desk lamps actually come with built-in dimmers, particularly LED ones, and smart light bulbs have built-in brightness adjustability. In terms of warm white or cool white lighting, I prefer using warm white in a home office. It complements the other lighting in your home, and really blue lighting or cooler white lighting can feel quite tiring after being under it for a while. Look for LED bulbs or lights that are 3000 Kelvin, or maybe 2700 Kelvin if you prefer something warmer. Some smart bulbs can actually let you change the color temperature, depending on your mood. So this is something you could consider if you like the idea of adjusting it throughout the day. Later in the day, it can be beneficial to adjust to a warmer lighting temperature at a lower light level to help you transition from your workday to a more relaxing environment in the evening and also helps get your body ready for sleep. Whatever lights you choose, make sure they fit your style and needs. You want to feel comfortable at home in your workspace, especially if you'll be spending a lot of your day there and you want it to feel like part of your home. This is especially important if your work area isn't in its own dedicated room, but part of another room that has other uses like bedrooms or living rooms. In addition to general lighting in your home office, I often get asked how to look good on those video conferences that we all have to do now. Here are a few tips on how lighting can help. If you can, face natural diffuse light coming from a window with no harsh sun glare or shadows falling on you. Add a shade or translucent blinds if there's too much light for the camera. If you don't have any natural light, or it's just the wrong time of day, locate a soft, diffuse light so it evenly illuminates your face when you're looking into your camera, so you may need a light on either side of you so both sides are lit evenly. You can use table or floor lamps that have translucent shades if you don't have a specific video light, like a ring light or a loom cube. Avoid direct overhead lighting, which can highlight imperfections and increase unwanted shadows. Also don't have lights turned on behind you that can be seen by the camera. Try to balance natural light and electric light if you're using both, so there aren't any shadows and neither's too harsh or brighter than the other. If there are other topics you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. 
Send me a DM on Instagram or leave a comment on this episode with any lighting questions you have or topics you'd like to see covered. And remember, every home deserves great lighting, whatever your budget. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with others. And I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps new ones like mine be found by others. If you'd like more lighting inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Your Lighting Lady. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.